I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, on to Raiders v Manly. Uh, Raiders look fantastic. Manly, uh, I am extremely concerned about just the whole club. Mm. I'm like, there is so many dramas going on, ex-players coming out that the coach shouldn't be there, pressure on Des, which seems totally bizarre. Um, they are playing like, when we talk about falling off a cliff, the thing, the thing that's crazy is like, as disappointed as I am with the Broncos, and this is the point you made earlier, is like they've gone from 14th to 9th. Mm. So it's like, you know, the Manly Seagulls have had the biggest fall off of any other team in the competition. So they've actually lost more games. Like they've gone from winning around, I think it was like, let's say 14 games all the way down to, or even less. I think, sorry, it was 17 games win last year to nine wins this year. They have made had the biggest drop-off of any team in the competition. There is no other team that has gone down the ladder more than Manly. Now, you could say, um, you could argue the Titans, but the Titans have that their, their win rate. They won 10 games last year, and they've won, like, I think, five or six this year, around that mark. So their win rate is, is, no, is not as bad as the Manly difference. The Manly have had the biggest fall-off of any team in the comp. And the concerning thing is, is that... It doesn't seem like they're taking it in stride and Tommy's injured and they're going to be back next year. It seems like they're looking for heads to roll. It's bizarre. They are, out of all the teams in the comp, are in the are most, like, I'm not most concerned because obviously you look at the rosters of some of the other teams, but in regards to where they were at the start of the year and to now, they are the most concerning. I agree with you. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd be saying the same thing I said last week at Manly, except for it's got slightly worse. Mm. And it seems to be the same story for the last few weeks. And, you know, the scary thing is that the Canberra Raiders, like, respectfully to them, they've never been a team to win by 42 points. Mm. You've never been that sort of a footy side. You've always been a, we'll hang in there, we'll play down to opposition. <clears throat> 
48 points for the Canberra's to score that against this manly side. <clears throat> in saying that, if you're a club in a bit of turmoil, is there anything worse than a four-hour bus trip down to the nation's capital? I'd, lo- I'd love to be a fly on the wall of what's actually happening. Nice drive over Lake George, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I- I'd love to see what's happening behind the scenes there, what the what the training <clears throat> sessions are like, because it just they just look disconnected from what they're doing at the moment. It's so unmanly. Mm. What do you reckon, Timmy, about Manly? Yeah, it looks it's a bit of a mess, which is really disappointing from pre the, the jumper gate. They were sort of peaking towards a potential finals appearance, which without Tommy Turbo would have been a pretty decent result. And we talk about how much they've dropped off. I'm not surprised how much they've dropped off because of the reliance of Tom Trebojevic in that side. So in one sense, I'd say, all right, boys, we're not playing finals this year, but next year we'll get Tommy back. And, like, if Tommy's there this whole season, they're probably in the top four right now. I honestly believe that. But it's also showing so much reliance on one player. So, Mm. for a bloke with an extensive injury history, like, you can't bank on him not missing 10 to 12 games next year. Like, Mm. he does it week in, week out, or season in, season out, outside of last year where he came and strung together 15 or so games in a row. So, I mean, the... And that's with a quality replacement in Ruben Garrick, who's now gone down. I just think, you, you boys would have touched on it last week, I'm sure, but we question when the, the jumper gate happened and all that riffraff went on internally. Would Desi be able to get out? I think you and I both said that we thought he could. Guru, maybe not as much. And they haven't. And it's obviously rocked them internally. And now there's fingers being pointed. And instead of just, you know, keeping things in-house and going, you know what, we'll get through this. We'll get to the off-season. We'll build. We'll come back strong next year. Mm. They're just capitulating. And oh. it's... It's not a good sign of where the club's at. Yeah. That it's just, everything's been dealt with so poorly. It's, that's the thing. is like I can understand them falling off without Tommy. It's like, yeah, okay, your main <laughs> guy, it's, it's whatever. But it's, it's the noise around it that's mm. concerning me. It's, it's, it's dividing a club. Like it's not, they're not galvanising and coming together. It's made it actually worse. Like some of the stuff coming out of there, like, you know, the noise around Desi, it is just shocking to think that anyone would think that Desi isn't the guy to take them forward. Like, when you look at the coaches that are available, who do they think is going to take over that joint? Like, it's, you know, they've got a new CEO in two, so that, that's a whole new person there. Then they've got the drama internally. Then they've got the, the decision to move for and on. And Schuster, you know, it, it doesn't look like that it's... He's taken that next step in his career yet, but he's supposed to be the sixth. I just, it's, it, this could get, this could become a disaster. It really could. It really could. Then you got you know Marty putting up videos about not getting the ball, and I just there, there's something going on. The, the playing group is clearly divided. Like I mean, look, we don't know. We'll never know. But the way they're playing, wow. It's hard not to come to that that, that conclusion. It's got to be like that. That, that Marty Tapout that shocked me last. What, what week. was it? I missed it. So basically, maybe a relative of him. It doesn't matter. Someone that knows Marty put together a highlight package of, and it's the caption was essentially the reason why Manly are losing, and it was all the times that they passed. Like he was a decoy and didn't get the ball, and he's you know throwing his hands up because he didn't get it. Um, and it was like for 30 mm. seconds or whatever. And it's like, okay, fair enough if your relative thinks that. That's mm. totally fair. Like, that's whatever. But then Marty put it up in his story. Oh, no. And it was like, holy. You know, I just, I don't know what you gain by putting that public. You know, talk. I mean, I'm sure he's talked about it internally. Mm. But it just shows of a, and you were asked for a release a while ago. Um, yeah. 
fuck, it's a and I'm like like it went up on his story and it wasn't like it wasn't like it was there for four hours and disappeared. Lasted the twenty four hours. Yeah, he stood by it. I know it's the it's the external stuff that's more important than the actual on field stuff in that instance. And the video is way more important. The fact he shared it. If you're a pop forward and you want the ball, <laughs> it's not hard to get the ball. Oh, mate, you'll get the ball. Go <laughs> go get the tough carries out of here. I'm not to yeah. say that Marty won't do that. <laughs> yeah, but surely you can get the ball. Oh, surely. You know, and maybe look, maybe he's got a partial point. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's just the the noise around it. God. Um, and like you said before, like obviously, Tommy's out. You know that's tough. But I thought they overcame that sensationally well up until six weeks ago. They look fine. They look great. Like I, as soon as he went down, I said, "There's no hope for final." Six weeks ago, I was sitting there going, "Fuck, I'm gonna be wrong on this one too." Mm. They've put it together now, and now it's just. I think he was the one shining light on the weekend. Cola jumping into fullback. Yeah. Fuck, 244 <clears throat> metres, a line break. He's Ten been great tackle breaks. There was one there, he t- took a bomb on the run. Like, <clears throat> it was in, it was incredible. I don't, it may have just been mistiming, but I don't think it was. I think it was the opposite. I think it was perfect timing. Most fullbacks would get under the ball, catch it, flat-footed, then get going. He, like, paced himself so that he was taking it on the run. So mm. when he landed, he was flying. I was mm. like... If that was just like natural instinct, I was like, yeah. holy dooly. He's so explosive. Yeah. In contact, he just seems to just, boom, just hits the – he's not that big, but just explodes mm. into contact. Um, yeah, look, Foz ran for 160 metres, which is fair effort. Um, really, really concerned about Manly because it really does seem like there's there seems the, – the lingering headache from that whole fiasco in the middle of the year, which is like – it's strange because it seemed like – in, it seemed like externally that the players had, you know, understood that that's their beliefs or whatever. They may disagree or agree or whatever, and let's move forward. So I don't know, like, what dramas could have come from that? Like, I mean, it, that sounds stupid. It's like, well, of course dramas could come from it. But, like, I'm sure Desi or sat them all down and said, boys, it's done. Let's yeah. move past it. There's no, like, there's no point in living on the, living in this week. It's been terrible for the club. Um but then I, I just think that also the the noise around Desi getting sacked, how does that help the club? How's that getting out? Who's saying that to journos? And then ex greats coming out and saying that Desi's, you know, past his use by date pretty much. Well, I can't believe how they've played over the last few weeks, considering it's the last few weeks with Foz in this team. Yeah. I thought that would have really got them up to find something like like the game they played last week was Kieran Foran's last game at Brookvale Oval. And they dished up absolute dog shit and then mm. to back it up with that like I, uh, yeah, I mean it's awful that this is how we're going to remember <clears throat> not how we remember but it'll be the last memory of Foz and Chess playing together mm. well, I think it's been one of they're, they're one of my favourite halves bearings mm. ever what, what they achieved in the early parts of their career the way that they both played and for a team like this it's very disappointing it, it just feels like they're, they're counting down the minutes until mm. season's done here Manly it, but the, the concern is is just like my concern is the long-term effects of this seemingly implosion that seems around the corner. Because if you get rid of Desi, who's going to take that role? Who is going to take that role and do what Desi has done? Bizarre. Like, yeah, you even look at next year, like like they're going to have to find a new 5'8". I don't know if it's going to be Schuster. I really don't. I've got no idea. Like We've spoken about this at length. I don't think anything's changed there. But they're also going to have to find a new 14 because Dylan Walker's not going to be there. Mm. Like, that, that's such a crucial position in the NRL nowadays. Yeah. It's too real. Marty Tapao is basically gone. You would have to assume so. Um, so th- there's going to be a lot of spots to fill in this team. 
next year. It's a lot of important spots, and that's you know, like it, it it'll all be band-aided if Turbo can play big games next yeah. year. I'm not confident of it though, <coughs> unfortunately. And like even like Ko Weeks is the he was on the bench on the weekend. So like if you're sitting there a Schuster, you're going, hang on a sec, why is this? Yep. The guy that's gonna maybe fight for my spot being put on the bench. It's a very concerning time, uh, very concerning time for Manly. It's, it's such a fun club to get behind when you've got Tommy there, you've got Jakey there. Um, obviously, you know, Jake Travojevic being out is a big out, and we've mm. got to mention that for sure. But they've still got a roster to not get beaten 48-6, to six, like against Raiders, who are a mid-table team. Like, it's not, not playing the top-tier teams. Um, There's a pattern emerging, and it's no Davy, no Manly. <laughs> Mate, I need the big boy back. Hundred um, percent. You know, so concerning times for Manly. Hope they can turn it around. Look, the thing, that the positive, the, the silver lining is, is like if there is one guy that can turn around, it's his name's Tom Dravojevic. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, if he can come out, stay injury free, <clears throat> this could all just be a bad memory next year. I mean, they proved it in the same year. Like they started this year poorly. They started last year terribly. And they'd be able to turn it around. So, but the, the, the key, any, the key ingredient to all that is Desi Hasler. And that's what that's what I'm so shocked about is the Desi Hasler chat. It just, it blows my mind. Isn't it crazy? Like it was only five weeks ago we were sitting here going, Thomas said he'll come back if they're in finals. Yeah. That's how much they were within reaching distance yeah. of it that they were going to bring this guy, their entire franchise, back mm. to risk him because because they'd be there and <clears throat> like they look so like there's probably three or four teams in the bottom eight that look more like top eight teams than they do at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Which is it's just crazy. Now, on to the mighty Raiders. The mighty Raiders. I mean, what a game. What a game. All their backs were outstanding, running for, you know, the lowest run metres in their back line was their centre, 138 metres, but he had a try and two try assists, and it was the great Sebastian Chris. Um, <laughs> seriously, I just think it's fantastic. Like, Ricky's ability to turn this around has been incredible. I, I feel like I say it every single week and I apologise, but I just think, like obviously he had his little slip up the other week and he said what he shouldn't have said, but I just think he's growing as a coach. I, there's no way in my opinion Ricky Stewart of three or four years ago manages to ke- keep this from imploding. Like I think he, the whole place explodes, but I just think that he's getting better as a coach. He's getting more mature and understanding ha- how to handle different situations better. Um and the team's playing for him. Oh, what, what a performance. What an incredible performance. Tarpanair, he's just week in, week out now playing outstanding footy. Um, you know, and it's <coughs> easing the burden on a guy like Papali'i. Jackie White and two try assists. How good's he? Um, you know, Jordan Rapana. Oh, mate. He's just like, the fact that he couldn't get a contract, had to go to Japanese rugby, comes back, and he's still putting in these performances... He is the he is a kind of player that every team hates playing, but the team's fans love him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Raiders fans, just like he's our he's our guy. He's a bit of a grub. He gets in there, all the dirty work, and like yeah, okay, you can have those games sometimes where you can have three or four errors and you're going raps. What's going on? But most of the time, he kills it. He kills it. Um, I'll speak to you first, Timmy. Thoughts on the Raiders? Yeah, we touched on it a little bit earlier in the show, but just. Everything we did came off, didn't mm. it? Our execution was was perfect. Uh, now, looking ahead to such a vital game for a top eight spot this weekend and then hopefully a final spot the week after, 
hopefully there's no complacency that sets in, and there shouldn't be. Ricky's, you know, hopefully got the boys uh, in a position where they know where they're at, they know they need to turn up for this game, but uh, Manly, I think to a large degree, we made Manly look poor, but then there's an element of Manly were very poor. Mm. So while we put points on, we're going into a game against the Tigers that we should be winning quite easily as well, and it's just we cannot have the slightest ounce of complacency because mm. if we do, it could cost us a final spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, I think we'll be okay, but just something to consider. The Raiders' left edge was fantastic off the back of Jackie White, and he's mm. seeing a lot of ball in the halves, obviously, of Jamal Fogarty. Left edge, him and Hutto Young's combination is just growing a leg each and every week. There's a stat for one of my podcasts a couple of weeks ago, and I hopefully it hasn't aged differently, but I can't imagine it has, but I think it was three of 16 teams in the NRL score more, are more dominant on the right edge and score more right edge points. It's just all these left edges of teams are so, so much more dominant. I think it might have been like... The Sharks, possibly the Cowboys and Dragons, but just the left edge dominance. It's usually because of the right to left passes. It's a there. large part of yeah. it, for sure. Part. For sure. Uh, but like even at this level where you think yeah, it shouldn't out. matter, yeah. it yeah. is still so significant. But you, you touched on Seb Chris, who's blowing expectations for me this season. He's a lot better than what I thought he was probably going to be. Um, in the moment of the game for me, Chance nickel clock starting this Wales Cup, breaking down in tears in the warm-up. Yep. You, you talk about Rapper being one of the heart and souls of this club. Well, Chance, like to see what it meant to him. They did mm. the hucker for him at the end of the game that he joined in on. He just loves this club. Yep. And it was it was beautiful scene to see him in that New <coughs> Wales Cup game. I'm still not convinced that they could have couldn't have kept Chance at fullback and, you know, blooded <coughs> Xavier on the wing. I'm still I still kind of would have probably kept Chance there and mm. put Xavier on the wing. Um but yeah, it was such a good sight to see Chance. Like any any top thirty squad could use a bloke like him. Oh. He lives and breathes the team he's in. He's the brothers that he plays with. Um, he's a beautiful human being. Yeah, hundred percent. And he's going to be great for the Warriors. He's going to be a player that they you know it suits the Warriors so much because he's a Kiwi. Yep. He's from there. You know, he's going to play with his heart and soul every single week, which is something that they um, not to say that they don't, but sometimes they can come in and out of games. Whereas Chance, every game, he's he's going. Hell for leather. Um, I also think we're starting to see a bit of the benefit of Fogarty and Whiten playing a bit of footy together. Mm. We have to remember, like, they've played, what, maybe seven, eight games together now? Ten max? Um, these things take time. Also, you know, Ricky, as he always does, chopping and changing. Zach Wolford is back in the starting nine role. Um, so, you know, like, the, the combination of Whiten, Fogarty and uh, uh, Wolford, and Savage it back. It's going to take a little bit of time to gel, and it seems like it's slowly getting there. Um, you know, Savage. You know, only had an. I'm not taking the piss. He only had one error, which is like that's pretty good for. A, he usually has a couple more than mm-hmm. that. So he's maturing and getting better. He ran for 226 meters. Got a try. Um, really, really good signs. Guru, thoughts on the Raiders? Yeah, just on Chance as well. Obviously, played in the Thales Cup. Two tries. Kicked a goal. One try assist. Two line breaks. Seven tackle breaks. Far out. So yeah, a good way cool. for him to finish. I still can't believe we didn't get to see him again. Mm. That's rattled me. Um, I like thought he couldn't get anyway. Yeah, I'm just surprised yeah. too. Considering like the bench that Ricky quite often carries, where there's a rogue backline player, Schiller. He put Schiller, Schiller there. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe that Chance. Anyway, well, like even you know, chuck him in the centres. Like <clears throat> if he's a gun centre. Anyway. Um, you've got here fantastic ball from White, and I thought that first pass he threw at that might have been the ball of his career mm. so far. That so was good. tremendous. That's another thing that I just didn't think 
Jack was going to have in him mm. as a five eight. It was always my worry. Uh, yeah, as, as I've said a few times, Raiders, they aren't normally the team that puts this amount of points on teams. They mm. were the other day. You said everything clicked for them. I just thought, much as it all clicked, I just thought their shape looked so much better everywhere. They yeah. looked so. It didn't look like the Canberra Raiders. Mm. I think there was, there was a play where they went down the left-hand side and you had Jack White shifting right around the back and the timing was just perfect. Like, it's normally a little bit clunky with Canberra. I think the other thing heading into finals is that like, if they can have... If, who do you play this week? Newcastle? Tigers. Tigers. If you can get up and lead against the Tigers, like, the last few... Like, you look last weekend, they, they only had to play Tapanay for 46 minutes, Papali'i for 40, Hudson Young only played 54. Like, if you can win big again and get these guys a couple of rests, it'll be huge for you come yeah. finals time. That those forwards, mm. then you can play for big minutes and go nuts. Yeah. I, I just think that you're right in regards to they're usually a bit clunky. I think that that's all comes off the back of their White and, and Fogarty just playing some games together, yeah. just getting used to each other. I cannot express enough how important that is. It is so hard when you get a new seven or a new six. You don't know what they like. You don't know what their timing is like. You don't know whether they like to go deep in the line or pass early or, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, great, great win by the Raiders. Uh, what about Corey Horsburgh's incredible <laughs> so shot? Past him and not knowing who he was. Mate, just when you thought the bloke couldn't get more powerful, he puts, <laughs> he shaves his head and he's just, he's gone super sane. The Reds, he is a red icon. Uh, 121 metres, 26 tackles, zero misses, two tackle breaks. Um, yeah, look, it's just, it's look, things are looking great. Tom Starling comes on, plays 55 minutes, um, a try, a try assist, uh, 22 tackles, zero missed. And, and I, look, I like this this from Ricky where he clearly is just putting Walford on there to, <coughs> to withstand that first 20, you know, the tough tackles, all that kind of stuff, then bring Starling on. And, it, you know, I like that uh, rotation. Another guy, um, Emre Gula, he really just goes about his business yeah. and gets the job done. Um, how, how do we like – are they making up the numbers or do you think they can make a bit of a push in the finals? Uh, I wouldn't say they're making – as far as winning a premiership, I think they're making up the numbers. But I still think they, they – uh, what's their ceiling? Week two of finals? I, I reckon that they can win week one. But I think it'll, t- it'll take a lot for them to get a W there. I think week two is probably their ceiling. Where do you sit? Yeah, look, I, I think being realistic about all of it, we're capable of knocking off – I think we're, we're possibly capable of knocking off any teams in the top eight on our day – except for Penrith, who are just in a new league, in my eyes, and have been all season, uh, you know, to knock off, like you say, a, a Roosters and then a Storm-type outfit back-to-back, I think maybe it might be a stretch. So I think if, if we can – if we do get through to the finals, I think that's a, a very solid pass mark for the season. We were sitting 15th after round seven. So to come home the way we have, uh, yeah. deal with a few off-field things that we have, to hopefully make the eight, I think that's a terrific result. If we can then go and make second – Maybe to stretch third week of finals, we can look back on the year and be very good. Um, hopefully, I'm wrong and we can go further. I think the other thing that makes it hard for them is that then, like, they're not going to get a home a home game at any point during the finals. Mm. If you could have dragged a team down to Canberra, finishing you know fifth or sixth, or obviously not one or two, but if you could have finished fifth or sixth, which when you look back on your season. If you just would have jagged one or two wins earlier in the season, you really could have. Then all of a sudden, it's a, it's probably a different conversation. But having to play, you know, that many games outside of Canberra, I think it's going to be pretty tough for them. As I said, mate, if we get Melbourne Week One finals down there, we'll be a dollar one. <laughs> we love it. They do love knocking off Melbourne, that's for sure. I'm just looking at um, their year because I just want to see have they knocked off any of the top tier teams or at least gone close. So they've beaten the Sharkies. 
Week one, though, Sharks getting their whole squad yeah, together. Yeah, so, I, you know, just bear with me, bear with me. Um, haven't really, you know, lost to the, the Storm round 5, 30 to 16. Cowboys, a close one, 18 to 12. Panthers dominated by the Panthers. Um, they've beaten the Rabbitohs. They've beaten the Rabbitohs. Round 11. They've beaten the yeah. Storm. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Uh, round 18, 20 to 16. Um, you know, so they, they, could do, they could do some damage. You know, they've beaten the Cowboys, they've beaten the Sharkies, and they've beaten the Storm. So it's not like they haven't knocked off top-tier teams this year. I'd be more concerned if you looked at that and you're like, literally no top four teams are beaten. Mm. Um, you know, cause let's, say they, let's say they finish eighth, which they probably will. So that, who, who does they play that first week then? It's likely to be Melbourne or – I think Melbourne or Roosters Bunnies. So not like it could be any of them three. Oh, or it could be Eels. Could be Paramount. No, too. I don't think it can. Pretty much no. can't be Paramount because South and Roosters four and against – is better than Paris. So, so Paris, if they lose, will drop to six. Yeah. They're oh, four, okay. four yeah. six. So it could be Storm. It could be Roosters, Roosters or Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. If, if Eels beat Melbourne on Thursday night, we play Melbourne. It's Melbourne, yeah. Which is like... We they, like that much up. Yeah, they like that much yeah. up. So, boom, they win, their first, they win their first week. Let's just, like, again, we're just talking... So they, they can beat Storm. Second week, they're probably not going to play the Panthers because the Panthers seems to be the only team that they can't fucking yeah. get a chance in. You know, the second their second week could be Cowboys or Sharks. We can, we can win that. You know what I mean? Like again, I know people are gonna say, "Are you fucking serious?" Like the yeah, but it's doable. It, it's fine. Like, I would prefer play the second place Sharks or third place Cowboys than I would probably the Eels, Storm, and Roosters. Yeah, hundred percent. That's and, where it's at. So if you can just somehow get through that first week, yeah, you, you, you're playing. Are you telling me Raiders can't be the Sharks or the Cowboys? Oh, it's the back to back weeks I'm worried about. I understand what you're saying. In, in in a vacuum, they can beat this team. I, I think come finals time, when there's pressure on and they have to win back-to-back weeks and they're all away games, I, I think it's a little bit harder than what we're saying right no, now. No, no, not saying. I don't. No, not saying they're going to do no, it. No, I know. I know you're not. I know like, I'm clear. Yeah. Like for example, their last one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven games, they've gone six from seven, mm. and their only loss was to the Panthers, twenty-six to six. Um, but they've in that run. There's only one top eight team in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that one type of team it would be the team they most they may be playing, mm. which is the Storm. Yeah. And then then you go back to the last time that they played the Cowboys, eighteen twelve. I, I I don't think they're making up numbers. I don't think they're there to make numbers. I really think that like it's a long shot for sure. But I don't think they're making up numbers. I think that they they're a dangerous side to play. They even beat the Rabbitohs. Round eleven, thirty-two, twelve. Far out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, Twenty-eight, twenty to Para. Yeah, tight one. 
Yeah. Green Machine Ambush coming at you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't write them Actually, off we, at all. We haven't even made finals yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be writing them off at all. I don't think they're there to make up numbers. I think that they might actually scare a few teams, especially if they land that Melbourne's that Melbourne game in Mel uh, that Melbourne game uh, mm. first first week of the finals. Um and that's exciting. That's really exciting. Sixty last seven, fuck that's pretty fucking good. Regardless of the teams that they've played. It's pretty good. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 